Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast with me, Jake. And me, Riff. And me, Hot Stuff. Good, that was pretty staccato. <laughs> More like robot stuff. Robot stuff. Dr. Robot Stuff's mean crossword puzzle machine. No, spelling bee machine. Yes. Yeah. Man, I bet that kid is cool totally now. Totally fine. <laughs> I bet he's totally fine now. Uh, how's it been, guys? All right. He All has right. the secrets out. The secret uh, the secret move in the spelunking mini game. Oh, yeah. It got discovered and spoilered and posted. It, we finally got what we wanted. We finally got a thing where there was an advantage to keeping a secret. Oh, yeah. And a handful of guys discovered the secret and kept it. And boy, <laughs> were the forums mad. Really? <laughs> yep. There were really only a couple people being shitholes in the forums. What, like Fewer what, people than were being shitholes about the wiki. <laughs> what were their, What were they standing on? To say that that was a problem. Because, uh, no leg? Yeah, because this whole game is all about, like, sort of having knowledge and learning how to exploit yeah. very subtle differences and things like that. that the, the sentiment that I saw explicitly expressed was, I bought this familiar and these guys are stopping me from getting part of what I paid for, which is the reward for winning this contest, which is the probably the most the most cockamamie, or perhaps the second most cockamamie pile of horse shit I've ever seen expressed <laughs> in a paragraph of text. That's that's a weird sentiment to have. It seems it feels extremely entitled in a in a strange way. Yeah, because it's like the game is. The reward and like yeah. getting getting to the top of the leaderboard is a secondary thing that some people can do and some people can't, and that's okay. And I mean, those people are going to eventually get bored. Yeah. If you wait long enough, they'll die. Just <laughs> listen to listen to Sun Tzu. You you just keep watching the leaderboard until you don't see them on it, and you yeah. see all of their friends crying. Wait wait until the leaderboard spots become occupied by accounts that have been created in memoriam <laughs> of those players. And like um, it's their their responsibility to 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 tell you how to how to win the thing. That's not how competition works. <laughs> yep. Anyway, it took like it took like six weeks. I'm pretty happy about that. Well, it took it took seven weeks minus however late the familiars of the year were. Right. Man, we should probably come up with an idea for next year's familiar of the year and get it done by the end of March, or we're all fired. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, March seems like a really good month where we don't have anything else going on. Yeah, to man. GDC has basically already started, and I think we're getting sick. I think I'm getting sick. I think hot stuff's getting over being sick. Yeah, I'm gonna try not to be sick. I, I went can... to sleep at like 8 p.m. and then 10 p.m. The past couple of days. You is... went to sleep at 8 p.m. and you slept until 10 p.m. Yeah, man, that's a lot. It is a lot. Two hours or 26 hours. Yes. Yes, both. It depends on when you open the door to the bedroom. Schrodinger's nap. Uh, do you guys want to get some questions yes. dealt with? <laughs> Vernacio says, hey guys, I was just writing in to say how much I love the new challenge path. The writing is some of the best I've seen in the entire game, and the theme and skill are awesome and flavorful. Uh, not to mention how satisfying the final confrontation is. I've got two questions for you all. First, Riff, take a bow. Uh, okay. Thanks. Ow. Did you make a noise? What's, what's the sound of one Riff bowing? <laughs> What is the sound of one of the members of Bow Wow Wow riffing? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, one, did you guys decide to use the actual Egyptian gods because inventing an entirely new pantheon and accompanying jokes would be way too much work? Regardless, I love the jokes you made for them, and now I want a shirt saying Scorpions, Nature's All-Stars. That shirt <laughs> is a thing you can buy yeah. on the internet. That's the source of that joke is an actual shirt. Um, that is part of the reason why I used the 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 regular Egyptian pantheon names. Uh, the other part was that it sort of amused me to imagine that whereas... Um, Hades as an afterlife or dimension is unique to the kingdom. The Egyptian afterlife and gods serve all different universes. So they're that's very Stargate. Yeah, it is. I guess sort of Stargate, despite the fact that I've never seen that show. The movie is terrible, but it's not. The idea is cool. I liked the movie when I was. I don't know when 12? I was 19. No, I was like, we were like 19 when that came out. I guess I saw it. I watched it with a, with a pretty Mexican girl that I was on a date with. Okay. And then later we smooched. So I have positive memories associated with watching Stargate. Okay. Which probably have nothing. They probably have nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I could plot the course of, uh, of your relationship with that girl. I just need six points to define the origin and then one to define the, the destination. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't <laughs> do it. Uh, it requires six, yeah, um, six points to determine one point in space, but yep. only one point in space to determine a different point yep. in space. You know, we- like around that time is when I got my job at the flight school. I used to go to movies with those guys and all they would talk about was how inaccurate all of the aviation bullshit in the movie was and who cares like that. You know, it's not a movie about math. It's not sure. You know, it's Stargate math. Although that was probably an edutainment tie in Hmm. Stargate shitty geometry. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Yep. Uh, I also think that it's nice to have some things that are familiar that you can like. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was right? that was actually kind of the third reason uh, was that uh, unlike the regular player, the typical player character who like would not have any expectation of knowing who those characters were like for the the regular player character i would i would be i would probably have used newly made up names yeah i would have made stuff up so that the the player's unfamiliarity with those names matched the character's unfamiliarity with those names i mean we probably also wouldn't ascribe a religion to the player character under that's, normal that's circumstances. True, yeah. Except when the player, you know, when the player is this specific guy, you know, this is just what he, that's what he would believe in. Yeah. Those are the those are the gods that he would have access to. But since since Ed like knows all these gods, I wanted the I wanted the player to have some familiarity with those names to sort of match the way Ed does. You can learn a little bit about Egyptian uh theology, I guess. Mm-hmm. From this, I mean, yeah. you, yeah. when you it say like that something is the god theology? of something, yeah. like how almost every god is a god of fertility, and and the god of protection is named Shed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is uh, is it theology or mythology? Like, yeah. is it? Well, I mean, it, it's theology because he's still alive. Okay, it's theology for him, right? <laughs> it's I mean, mythology that's... for us. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. Like, 
it, it and like once difference... all the Christians are dead, then it will be a Christian mythology. Yeah, it's it's by the transitive property. What is it? It's it's uh myth. It's it's theology plus time equals comedy. comedy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the happy sad masks are. Right? Yeah, uh, that's a yeah. There's a plus sign in between them okay. that you can't see. Two, would it be possible to get a couple more ways to influence progress in the warehouse? Right now, it just kind of feels like a turn sink with one or two drops that slightly speed it up. Feels a little bit lackluster for the final zone, and I don't really mean offense when I say that. I might just be misunderstanding how it works, though. How does it work? That is a thing that I didn't actually look at. It's, um, I believe, 40 turns, and every every pair of map and checklist that you use subtracts eight from that. Okay, so it... And those drop from two different monsters. Yeah, I mean, so that feels that feels pretty reasonable. Yeah, it's about and there was, right. those are all quest items, right? You couldn't pull those. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So if yeah. you if you banish the janitors and uh, get a, get a good drop rate, then I think it takes like nine turns, I believe. That seems that seems fine, especially I mean, that, considering like, that you're not spending any turns in the sorcerer's tower. Yeah. Because how many turns is that? We don't know. No one has ever been able to answer that question. <laughs> I think I think it was the I was believe I was told it was like forty turns at the high end, and that's, that's is that true of the what I what is I that true of the on. new one? I don't yeah, I don't really one. know. And when you say high end, do you mean high in terms of someone is high while they're playing, so they're not doing they're not being very <laughs> exactly. efficient? Yes. Okay. King Bobson says, I was very upset when I found out that player named the adventurer didn't drop a Manuel avatar potion. Please correct this oversight. <laughs> Lul. Glebes says, Glebes says, can we please have a chat command to swap ed servants? Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't object to that. Um... Do you currently have to go back to your, to your, uh, pyramid? I think you just thing? click, can you click the servant? To swap it, I don't that know. seems friendly. That seems, seems like someone like, would yeah, have requested that if that. we didn't have yeah. to do that. Uberferret says, is the absurd initiative bonuses caused by boosting monster level as Ed, then dying working as intended? I've seen mobs go from 50% to 155% to 260%. Yeah, that's goofy. Like, there are a lot of things that track fight state. There is the fight record. There is hmm. the monster... I don't know if the monster is serialized inside the fight record or not. I don't think so. I think the monster gets reconstructed. The fight record contains some stuff about the monster. But then there's also an array of properties that get stored in the fight that are different things that have happened that aren't tracked via flags or whatever. They're just fight properties. The fight properties don't transfer across because that would cause a lot of things that didn't make any sense to happen. A lot of things that affect monsters just get executed on the monster object every round. Right. And so every, like, so when you load combat, it's like, all right, let's figure out what the monster's initiative is based on whatever. Now, because you're running monster level, let's add to the monster's initiative. And since the monster gets stored, but nothing else gets stored when you die and it pops you back into that fight against this new monster, which is this fake version of the monster with, because we want damage to be preserved, like the number of hit points they have. If you've deleveled them, it sticks around. But because of that, it's like, well, I gotta, I'm supposed to be increasing this monster's initiative and it doesn't know that it already did that. Mm. Right. And it's really, it's really scattershot which things work that way and which things don't. 
like a lot of it just depends on how long ago did we do this or like how you know which attributes of the monster does this act on because some of them are in the fight table and some of them aren't you know and which ones are in the fight table and which ones are stored as properties varied based on bug fixes over the last 10 years like it's it's i don't hate the fight script the way that i hate a lot of the complicated stuff that's going on in the game but i don't have to mess with it very much anymore because we figured out ways to not have to touch it largely (laughs) but this was such a weird thing Right. But it was so worth doing. Like, the gag is so correct for this thing. Um, I think it's probably just going to have to be okay that that's goofy. You you could always not run any monster level. It's not that important, right? You just just have fun, you know? (laughs) Just, you know, go check out the the Meatsmith quest. Just do that every ascension. That is the optimal thing to do. Somebody in the Something Awful KOL thread was like, this is, this zone is of no value to anyone who has ever ascended. And I wanted to, I wish there was an emoticon for, because <laughs> that's what I have to say to that. So, you know, you guys, you know what's a good zone? The junk sprites. Could you animate between capital P and lowercase b? Oh, wow. Just a gif that's like a flicker between yeah. those two <laughs> and a picture of Bill the cat or Bill duck cat in a duct tape tuxedo. Uh, Shamu says, I have two questions, one for fun and one game design query. Fun question first. What are the quality ratings you would associate with foods and boozes and spleen items in real life? The ramekin of nuts is obviously epic, but what else? I don't know that the ramekin of nuts is epic. The burger from Hagen Rocks is hmm. epic. Hmm. Yeah. The burritos from Curry Up Now are awesome. Anything from McDonald's is decent. Uh, okay <laughs> sure it's it's acceptable right it doesn't taste but like the reason that it's so popular is that it tastes good yeah but it it's doesn't not, it doesn't give you many adventures you. well sure but it's you know it's it's also very cheap it's it's work a day uh crappy is what's crappy i don't know any candy like that a, roy brings from mexico <laughs> sure like a gas station burrito oh yeah one of those the hot dogs that's been at a gas station sort of on the yeah the those the can, rotating those cooker can be good. No, they can. They can be. I guess they might taste okay, but it's maybe gonna, like K rations or yeah, something. Have some are, problems. Are crappy, right? No. Uh, re- they, reconstituted uh, milk from the powder. powder. Milk. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty bad. Um, eggplant <laughs> just across the board. <laughs> yeah, just across yeah, the board. Yeah. Crappy. Yeah. Do Do you like eggplant? I I have had eggplant that I didn't hate. It is not something I ever seek out, um, but you, I, I can prepare it okay. Mm. Like you, you have to to do a bunch of things to make it not awful. I think. What about you, Riff? Do you like eggplant? Uh, I feel about the same way. Hmm. I've never had it good, so it's possible that it, I mean I might have. I might have had it so good that I didn't know it was didn't eggplant. Know it was eggplant. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, for booze, man, I don't know. Like I, like I would say that, you know, PBR is crappy booze. But I like it. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's okay to have crappy booze. You know what I don't want? Decent. Like, I would put Budweiser in decent and never only stick to the edges. <laughs> I would probably, that glass of absinthe that I made with Surge would probably be listed <laughs> as crappy. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember absinthe nog? <laughs> oh, oh, that was awful. <laughs> yeah. Do we that have a sort of, worse it, than what's crappy? negative, negative yeah. epic? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. Did I tell you that I made my own absinthe riff? Really? It's yeah. not... I don't know that you're allowed to say that. It's... I mean, it tastes like absinthe. You you made a, an infusion... Did, did you just pickle some licorice? <laughs> not... No, I, I took Everclear and I infused it with herbs and spices. Okay. If he had if he had not told me how it was made and he had said, hey, I bought this absinthe, I would have said, hey, that's pretty good absinthe. Hmm. So, Which, like, that's... I think that's interesting, yeah, right? it tastes like, like absinthe. It... It, it looshes. looshes. Yeah. yeah. Does it have the the wormwood or whatever is it in it? It does. It has grand Thujone. wormwood. It's got nice. And Thuj- also some thujone. Sub wormwood. <laughs> There's like two different kinds of wormwood in it. Mm. Second question is about the Charter Zone day passes. What do you think of the idea of making those specific items free pulls, if only for future charters and not necessarily the present ones? I can think of plenty of problems with the idea. I'm really more interested in your response to it. Um I don't think I would do that. I don't either, because I think it's fine if in order to have the ability to use the thing in hardcore, you have to have bought it. Yeah. Because that's, that's, that's just exactly one of the I'm ways saying. in which hardcore is harder is you can't get by as much on buying cheap things from the mall for for moment to moment play. <clears throat> and I mean, that needs to be some advantage besides the like besides yeah. the sell the day passes for having the actual item. Right. And, the, and I mean, it, like a from a bottom line standpoint so i mean like you know the reason that the conspiracy island charter is so expensive is not very many people bought it when it was in mr store and that sucks for us because it's good right and it you know suddenly it's weird that it just suddenly accidentally got this gameplay advantage (laughs) is it just because it's a scaling zone with dude type monsters in it I think so, yeah it has a lot of ed goes there it's good stats and you get a lot of ka like that's Fine, that's cool, right? I mean, the whole idea of having these charters each have a zone with scaling monsters in it is that they will, we're trying to differentiate them so that given ones will be good for given purposes. Mm -hmm. And it's cool that we managed to accidentally do that in a way that worked well. And the lesson is also just a really good leveling zone, too. If you think an item of the month isn't very good, you should buy more of them. Buy buy it anyway, yeah. You know, it's weird. People talk about there There seems to be this perception that Spring Break Beach charters were over-invested and that made it so Conspiracy Island ones were under-invested. There wasn't that a much of a huge difference. I guess maybe 20%. We sold 20% less of them. Hmm. I don't I, I don't remember. It could be more than that, but I never have those numbers in front of me. But, you know, it, we definitely sold fewer of them, which I was surprised by because I thought conspiracy island was way more interesting people will have fond memories of spring break <laughs> sure and it was new it was a new kind of thing you know right it was optimal because it was the only one in slot yeah and then but it wasn't really this option. other one didn't really take up its slot right i mean well, right it, but it doesn't it, it you don't need it it's as not much. as much of an advantage there's not as much of an yeah. advantage going from owning one charter to owning two as there was from going from zero to owning right. one yeah that's always i mean that's kind of it kind of sucks though because we're sort of committed to doing three more of those and if they sell progressively worse the fifth one is not going to be worth doing probably well we'll but, just have to come up with some super clever way of making it really making desirable it super optimal yeah well i mean it'll be available for two years longer or for a year longer hmm. you know which is a part of the advantage of that system is that it's a built-in, there's a reason this is good. Right. It's because it's fresh. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think that, I don't think that I like the idea of making those passes 
free polls. Free polls are really not. I don't like using that for real things. I don't it's like using just it for, for actual gameplay items. purposes, right? Yeah, the tech exists for things that are harmless to be pullable for free, and we have used it because it was cheaper than doing things right in the past, and so now mm. it seems like it seems like a tool that should be used, but I feel like it's sloppy. You know, like the, all of the shit where it's like, this is a free pull in hardcore for Boris. Like, no, let's just not do that. Like stuff stuff is just appears in the letter yeah or or you get it and once we started doing it like a sort of intro non-combat to a path we have this spot where we can run arbitrary code um and like a really appropriate spot where we can run arbitrary code and guarantee that the player is seeing the output Mm -hmm. from it so uh, Sular the second says, could we pretty please get more icons to choose from for the top bar customization? I really want to link to a lot more places on it, but I can't find good icons for half of them. On the other hand, it's kind of a headache searching through all the icons just cluttered together like they are. Any possibility of some sort of system like with combat macros where we have the option to make them use any icon in the game if we specify the name? I am surprised we didn't do that. Yeah, I'm, I am too, actually. Um, you know, I could also just decide that part of making a place is making an icon for that place. I don't yeah. know that I have uh, enough unique ones in me for that kind of thing. You because do. It's a weird abstraction, though, so I like I don't want that to be a thing that I like struggle with. Yeah, you don't want it to prevent you from making a, a zone, but... Yeah, I don't want it to be a barrier. Like, that stupid... There was like a half an hour where the only thing in between me and rolling out the Meatsmith quest yesterday was writing one factoid, <laughs> and boy, was Reddit interesting during that half hour. <laughs> like... I don't know, man. What did the, what did the factoid end up being? I don't remember. Probably not very good. The only the only ones that I wrote for that that I'm actually proud of are the ones for the remaindered skeleton, because it's just kind of a weird joke. Um. Anyways, I would kill for that or every location in the game that can be linked on the non-combat action bar. I think that's what it's called, right? Having a fitting default icon associated with it, but that would be a lot more work, I imagine. Yeah, not that much more, though, because I think probably half of them, there are icons that already exist that would work. Um, you know, and I guess I, yeah, I could figure out... You know, some of them could just be... Like, what I could do is I could just make a set of 26 times 26 icons that are just two letters in a black square two white letters in a black square and then name every zone uniquely something with two letters yeah uh jb93 says can we get it so ed run show whatever servant we use most through the run on the ascension history i doubt it i doubt if that is retroactively retrievable in runs and i don't really want I don't want to spend the time making that. Like, if, if this was a new permanent part of the game, then sure. But because it's nobody's going to care in six months that that feature exists. I don't think that's a good use of C.D. Moyer's limited resources. Hamfish says, I mean, damned fish says, <laughs> hey, guys, just a thought. But what would you think about adding a feature to the monster manual to allow us to sort the monsters by phylum or by element? I have no idea how easy or tricky this would be to do, but it would be a cool thing to be able to see all the monsters of a given phylum slash element. I don't think that would be that hard, actually. And it would definitely come in handy. Would for, it? Yeah, for different applications. Yeah. You want a particular paste or a 
Yeah, higher. just getting a reminder of, oh, right, I could go where that guy is. Yeah. It doesn't tell you where they are, though, because that's not really a thing. Yeah. That is not that is metadata about locations, not metadata about monsters. That's interesting. You know, there are a lot that you could solve for it, but... Yeah, I don't remember what the interface for the Manuel looks like now. Whether it's alphabetic, it's, I think. Yeah, but is there not a... Are there not ways to configure it? I think there are. I don't... You might be able to show only the ones that you don't have all the factoids for. It's been a long time since I've looked. JB93 says, Why isn't the electric boning <clears throat> knife called an electric boner? I didn't want to offend the electric grandmother. There's a deboner somewhere in the game. Yeah, there's a debonair deboner. There's also a regular boning knife, but then there's an electric boning knife. Damned Fish says, The Ed Path is a lot of fun. I have to say that when I first started it and realized that it took place after that dumb ham fish did everything, I mean, damned fish, <laughs> spooky did everything, I was worried that the quests wouldn't make narrative sense. I'm super glad to see I was worried for nothing and I should kick my own butt for not believing in you. Thanks again. Yeah, that's Riff. Um, <laughs> when Riff designs a path, it requires everything in the game to have weird <laughs> logic put in. And it's... Yeah, next time I'm, I'm going to try not to do that. <laughs> No, I think it makes it really good. I think it makes those narratively satisfying in a way that, like, Bugbear Invasion was not because mm. I changed the thing that was important to me to mess with, but didn't actually put in the hours making the flavor meaningful the way that you guys do. So I think there's, there's, a, there's probably a happy medium to be found, though, that, that yeah, a good story without... Necess- without necessitating me playing every single non-combat adventure in the game to find all the places where the player is referred to by name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Sure. You know, replacing the council text is easy now. Yeah. So that's just a thing that Avatar Paths can have, right? And it's just one line of code and rewriting 50 word buckets. Um, mm-hmm. we could probably do other stuff like that. You know, we could, if we wanted there to be, but you, I mean, you just did a bunch of stuff in zombie slayer, right? Where it was like, this shop is not available. This shop is available, but with different text and a different shopkeeper image and stuff. And all that shit had to be hard coded. And it wasn't a big deal, right? It was like 15 minutes to do it all once they were written. But then when it came time to like convert everything over to the new shop interface, it was like, mm-hmm. ah, fuck, this is just another thing to test. Um, what, the way I got around that is by not testing it. So <laughs> I have no idea how much of that stuff was lost in that transition. While I'm here, continues Damned Fish, any clues about March's item of the month? Will Ed be able to interact with it in an interesting way? Well, it depends on what your threshold for things being interesting are, <laughs> is. Recall Election says, does Hot Stuff still have the memory of a goldfish? Does he remember he still has the memory of a goldfish? I guess it has been a couple of weeks since that came up. Jick, why are item drops no longer multiples of five? Item Uh, drops? Item drops that I put in are multiples of five. Yeah. There usually are. Yeah, I don't... And then he continues, does Hot Stuff still have the memory of a goldfish? Ferris says, is power creep not something you can embrace through play? It might make ultra rare slash old items cheaper more quickly, but it agrees with your tendencies. Making your piece of art agree with slash compliment your tendencies is a thing artists have been doing since forever. You'd have to account for it from time to time by, say, having the old object's effects on folks, but it's perhaps a thing to explore. Nobody's going to hold you at fault for experimenting with one single item and seeing what happens, aside from the people who missed out on a chance to manipulate the market to the game or market to their liking. I'm not entirely sure what the 
gist of that question is. Yeah, I was trying to figure that out. As I well. think I do embrace power creep. There are some weird things like, you know, we'll run into this with like putting plus meat drops on stuff. That is no longer a very interesting space to play around in because all of the tolerances are pretty much set already. And there's already so many out there in the in the world that it's not yeah it's not as meaningful. Dent Arthur Dent says, "I like how a lot of hardy items are free pulls, times arrows, bricks, etc. However, candy hearts are justifiably not. I keep wanting to send candygrams and then remembering that they're locked up in storage and I can't summon any because I'm Boros or Ed or Standard. Any chance we could have a use item from Hanks on another player feature? I don't think so. Sorry, but yeah, those candygrams." How do those even work? I think if you try to use a candy heart on somebody and they are in Ronin or Heart Core, it sends them a candy gram, which they can then convert into a heart. Mm. I could be wrong about that. I'm not answering that phone call from Omaha. Is it? Uh, uh, it's the Counting Crows. Omaha Life Insurance. Yeah, Mutual of Omaha. This is wild kingdom. I accidentally clicked the poker room instead of the money-making game on the Feast of Boros, says Ferris, and a Tofurky attacked me. Is that supposed to happen? Do you think anyone else would notice if you left it that way? It's a zone. Right. It's terrifying. It's fucking bullshit. God, I want to just <laughs> replace the casino with a empty space shaped like a casino. <laughs> Nothing in it. <laughs> the casino-shaped silhouette. <laughs> yeah, radiation shadow of a casino. Uh, Gordito says, can challenge path and or relevant info day and turn count be a mouse over for commendations? It'd be super awesome. No, because the game at this point has no idea where those commendations came from. They are just flags. There is a single number that is how many commendations you have earned. And I guess it, it would be possible to reconstruct it based on the frozen leaderboards. We have leaderboards for the people who've watched frozen the most. <clears throat> Dagrin says, can you let us buy the item of the month with a mystery we have in Hanks? I'm taking my time on this run and I hate to have to drop hardcore in order to grab the item of the month before it goes away. You totally can do that. You already can, yeah. There's a link in There's a button Mr. in Store. Mr. Store to pull mysteries, and I really need to add that feature Uncle for Uncle Bucks. Bucks. I just keep not getting around to it. Uh, Griffin P says, I appreciate that silly Ed shenanigans were liable to completely break the dungeon balance, but as one of my clan's dungeon sub-moderators, I'd appreciate if I could look at the logs and distribute loot normally while actually being Ed. Could the recent change be altered such that it locks out the actual zones rather than the entire basement? That is actually uh-huh. probably a pretty reasonable request, because right now I think the has permission function just anytime it Anytime it knows that there's any dungeon related permission and you're Ed, it just says no, because that's the only way that is an, an already working method for not letting people in to anything dungeon related. I'm surprised this hasn't come up before because there's, there's got to be other paths that were. Nope. We had never done it. Really? Yeah. There was no way to, there was no good way to do it. Oh. Right. When I went to look, I'm like, surely we've done this before, but yeah. nope. Wow. Like all the other avatars can totally go into dungeons. Huh. It's just this one, this one is super fucked because it will let you kill the bosses an arbitrary number of times per dungeon oh. because you'd get in, die. Somebody else would get in and die. Somebody else would get in and die and they would all come back as Ed and they'd all be able to kill the boss. Oh, because the boss, it's just to prevent you from starting. Yeah, this because fight, lo- losing being... lets somebody else start the fight, right? But Ed doesn't check for that. Yeah, so that, yeah, that was just like, I'm, it's that's cool. That's a cool trick. Uh, <laughs> sort but, of. 
Yeah, but we didn't think of it. Um, Pasta Man 27 says, I'd just like to say that I'm really enjoying the new challenge path. All the new mechanics seem to feed into each other in a very satisfying way. I'm not sure who this hand-hand jerk is, but I'm going to enjoy beating him up repeatedly over the next three months. Sincerely, Pasta Man 27. Industrial Punk says, Would it be possible to allow Ed the Undying to view the clan dungeon logs? Yeah, okay. That's yes. I, I will I will endeavor to remember to deal with that. Uh, little Lollygag says, I love it. It is a fun path and it got me excited again. I was pretty unhappy with the change from no path to standard, but I'm truly enjoying this. The only issue I see is with the way skill points work. As it is now, once we have over 21 skill points, we start getting infusions for the servants. Problem is, this means that everyone will have a lot of runs where they have all the skills for most of the run, but still can't move on to boosting the servants. That has been fixed. That I think that CD Moyer did that the exact way that it was written down, but the way that it was written down was dumb. <laughs> is the way that he put it because it that was obviously not what someone wanted right was it the way that i wrote it down i don't i don't know was it just from the was it just from our brain it might have just been in the in the in the conference call notes yeah but it was like when you start the run with all the skills use your skill points to beef up the servants as opposed to when you have a skill point and nothing to spend it on you can use it to beef up all your servants which was what we intended yeah right we didn't mean for there to be five or six runs where you got nothing yeah Yeah. um glebe says talk more about ed how long has this been kicking around in riff's mind wow I want to say that you've been working on this in some form or another for like nine months. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because um, you decided if you, it if you went back and listened year. carefully to all of the all of the shows, you could probably pinpoint the point where it where it started and, happening because somebody wrote in and said something about Ed, and the the light bulb went on over my head, and I was like, oh, and that was when. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to say anytime you used a past tense verb, you were subtly referencing the path you were working on. <laughs> Start tense. Ed working on. Mm. Glebes continues, what did Jit contribute to it? Very little, actually. I redid the curse tree um, to beef those up a little bit, but that was largely like Jamelian Cannon Fire 40 and me going back and forth on what the skills might do and then saying, all right, Riff, rewrite this slightly to make it narratively a, a different thing mm-hmm. um because like the way that they were written initially like it sounded cool but in practice there wasn't yeah it a wasn't, lot of wasn't reason useful. to use any of them instead of using the other alternatives like to, you know we want there to be things like damage over time spells but nobody cares that's just not the way people play this game yeah right you know except in like niche situations where we make it so like oh this is the way to do this thing is to yeah it's weird they they sound like a cool idea but even in like when i play games and i'm playing like a jrpg or something you don't you don't waste your time casting poison on a guy yeah if it you know it's like this will do five damage around for three rounds or i could just do a different thing and do 15 damage and he'll die yeah like you could make it work you know you could figure out a way to do it if that was a thing that you could choose to do for free you would do it I, I did it a lot in World of Warcraft. Yeah, but, but that's, that's not turn-based. Yeah, right. That's the, thing. That's the and, and that's Real the thing. I mean, is... Giving some of the curses a stagger helped mm-hmm. with that, except at the bleeding edge where people are running so much monster level that everything is stagger resistant. But right. like 
what did hot stuff nerf at the 11th hour? I didn't do a lot of that. I, I sort of put a lot of numbers on bef- like right as testing began and then kind of walked away and let, let other people decide what felt good and what didn't and changes sort of got made uh, from there. And I didn't really nerf anything. That's, the nice thing about avatar paths is that they're kind of easy. They're easier to work on because they're in a weird vacuum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bubble. Um, and it's like, they just need to feel cool or powerful or right. both, you know, but cool is sufficient, right? Like Ed's not people. I don't think that people are going to, stick around in aftercore ed the way that they did in zombie slayer when that was the broken pickpocketing thing or the way that they did in age of sneaky pete because of the good item farming stuff right like he's not like super op mechanically he's just cool Mm -hmm. and that's why that's why the path is popular uh p.s don't forget to make uncle bucks mr store pullable if you haven't by the time you read this okay well remind me again next week and maybe i will have <laughs> um uber ferret says hey guys loving the new ed path but i have a clarification question about per of the felines interaction with ed's servants per gives plus five levels to servants but a non-base weight 21 servant still won't teach you its skill even when buffed to 21 i understand this is intended but it could be but it could it be noted slash made known somewhere as it feels like a bug thanks i'm not even sure i'm not buffed? sure that it's intended i think that was just a side effect of how it was coded yeah well okay because you had said you wanted the things to give you a passive skill when they were at 21 pounds Mm -hmm. right to give you a passive benefit but i think that got read and i mean spindled i think by you initially as passive skills Right, so if the idea was that skill was supposed to be a thing that showed up when they were at 21 pounds, as opposed to a thing that got granted to you when they became 21 pounds, and that's just not how skills work hmm. in this game. Well, that that might, uh, I kind of lost track of that sentence, but yeah, my, the intention was when they hit 21, they granted you that passive skill. Well, right, but then what What if they dip below 21? Yeah, yeah. Was it meant to that's go away? Point. I, I don't think I ever considered that. So, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I feel like then if you if you have a plus weight buff on them that makes them 21, it probably shouldn't grant you the skill. Yeah, that's fair. right. That makes sense. And also, you know, those are meant to be the effects that those guys have when they're not with you mm-hmm. anyway. So it doesn't make any sense for a thing that that heavies up your current one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's just an oddly like because it doesn't work like anything else. It's just a little oddly communicated. Yeah. Um. Here's an idea for a future possible uh, ad item of the month, says Poisonous Spike. Something that makes you choose between plus 20 monster level minus 50% init or plus 50% init minus 20 monster level. Huh. People won't like that. I know. How about an entire system that makes you choose between plus monster level and plus non-combat? I think you've you've got a winner. <laughs> All right. Uh, we should clear out of the studio for a bit. We should go get some dinner. We should go get some beers. And we should uh, see you next week on the next episode of the Kingdom of Loathing podcast. Make a hamburger out of farts. Bye. Have a great week, everybody.